do I have space on my hard drive? Yes. Bada bing, you ready to rumble? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might, yeah, I might, uh, might do uh a change a string or two on the guitar too this oh time, yeah uh, we'll <laughs> it's a perfect time just chatting and changing some strings gotta do something with my fucking hands yep it's one of the few things that's tos friendly yeah <laughs> dude so my dad owned side side note my dad owned a music store for a while and i worked as a kid i was like 15 i worked there and i would like change strings and stuff like that and uh really yeah, so yeah, he knew music store. We sold get we sold instruments and then also we ran lessons. We had like three hundred students a week coming through and so but it was I always remember one of our guitar instructors, he was so good too. Like he was really good. He had never changed the strings on his own guitar ever. So like once a week I would change his strings and he was like this young guy and we would talk while he was just like it's not that he couldn't do it, he just never did it and didn't care to. So I always did it and I just always thought it was funny. I fucking dude, if I could like pay a guitar tech to come to yeah. my house like once a month and to restring all my guitars, I would pay five hundred dollars a month. Yep. <laughs> I mean, as long as it was like he set them up. And yeah. Oh yeah. Play, because I can throw strings on. Um, I have locking tuners on most of my guitars now because mm -hmm. I'm just fucking lazy. But I can't like. I'm really, really bad at like wrapping the string and do it. Like I hack it together oh, to the geez. point where like. I'm amazed that that I've never like had a string pop off because sometimes it's just like sort of half folded over. Yeah, and just like to the tension is just Bro. barely keeping it there. And it, I got huh? I got good at it, dude. I I play guitar especially because a lot everything I did I did like live. Like we would travel, we would play. Like I didn't really do anything in the studio or much writing. And I I play aggressively. I have broken countless strings dude changing strings on the fly in the middle of a song or in between songs just really quickly i've broken multiple strings in a single song before like i broke both e strings once in one song imagine playing guitar with <laughs> no e strings did you have a uh a, a floating tremolo no or was it like it oh so yeah, i okay. just well, so I, I can't imagine that because then my guitar would be unplayable. Everything would be yeah because you lose. I mean, all it basically and... is yeah immediately unplayable, and yeah, you just like tune it up real quick. Dude, it was crazy. So I I just got real good real quickly, but it was really dirty, and you know what I mean. Like exactly, you just tie the knot real quick and then tune it up. And... I've only I think I've only ever seen you play guitar once, and it was in holy shit, <laughs> in the video <laughs> that video that you made way back. Were we even like, <laughs> I feel like that was like, when I think back to that video, I feel like that was like a fan video, Bro, not like a, that was not the, like yeah, a content oh, yeah. creator. That was a that long, was way back at the beginning of our like relationship. A hundred percent. I dude, I was just some punk kid in your chat. Like, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I, I was streaming, but I, yeah, I, yeah, that was, that was, holy shit. That was the video, by the way, I was talking about last week. It's the video. I, I put more time into that video than any other video I'd ever made. And I think it has oh, the least the <laughs> it has the least amount of views. It's probably, got, it's probably the least amount of views and the most amount of like, why the fuck would you ever want to be like that asshole? <laughs> like, like toxicity by proxy where it's like, he's a shithead. Therefore, you're a shithead. I haven't I haven't um looked at the comments of that video in a long time, but... 
Oh, I apologize in advance. It's uh, dude, that was a banger. That was a banger. I still love how that turned out. It was like it was a really early on. That was probably like yeah, like my tenth or twentieth YouTube video. Ever. I love how I searched Jesse Kazam and, and then Space Veritas and like the fifth thing down is it's a thumbnail with landmark and lupo <laughs> oh yeah how to become a legend <laughs> well you guys just that's like a commercial for me I some need to... other time yeah that was a oh. that was a fun oh god <laughs> Good times. Holy shit! It only has four. Uh, you know what? It's it's because nobody has seen it. Like since you yeah. become popular, so, like the masses haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. It's it's the same thing that when you have twenty viewers, all twenty are cool. When you have twenty thousand, eighteen thousand yes. of them are shitheads. You know. Yes. Bro, that was the video. I might have deleted the <laughs> the comment, but like, do you remember? We talked about this this comment or. Or you did somebody shared with you somebody was like somebody got super butthurt over me using the word legend it's like oh these guys just they they throw that word around like it's nothing like do you really want to know what it takes to become a legend and he was just like super butthurt about that and it was so funny because everybody was like dude chill chill out good times idiot idiot all right well <laughs> anyways What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, and I do not know when the wipe is. And I'm Veritas, and I'm putting you on the news. <laughs> I'm putting you on the news. Would you just you look at it? Just look at it. Just look at the Tarkov news. And Bassmaster is the subject of today's podcast. Today, it's a, it's an all Bassmaster. Yes. It's a Basscast. It's a Basscast. Wow, our second podcast channel just just got formed. Welcome to episode this, one, a, of the Basscast. Bass Cast, a, po a podcast within a podcast. Uh, where a we podcast talk about, about all the Basscast things all in the life. Six-year-old YouTube. Oh, phenomenon. yeah. Wow. We just talk about bass fishing. Yeah, yeah. It actually doesn't have anything to do with Ed Bassmaster. You think there's like a? Do you think there's like a fish a fisherman somewhere? Who calls himself that and doesn't know? Like he's Ed, and he, he's like, "I'm the Bassmaster." You know I'm what I mean? And he doesn't know that like Ed Bassmaster is a is a meme. And someone's just like, "Would you just look at it?" And like, <laughs> that guy's fucking weird, man. Yeah, what do what you mean? The fuck you mean, man? I ain't nothing to be. I'm gonna put me on the news. What you talking about? Just look at it. Oh, okay. All well, right. That's that, that's just something. That's a part of. If this is your first episode of the podcast, that's You're just welcome. part of what we do here. We <laughs> do character acting. Um, we do impressions, and we talk about uh, bass fishing, old memes. Um, but <laughs> a lot happened in the Tarky world today. But before we get into that, the last we didn't talk a whole lot this week. But uh, I, oh, you hosted me like a few days ago, and I was like, "Yo, I saw you on Tarky. How are you doing?" And you were like, "I don't know what to say, but it feels like I'm back." And I need to know more. How, how oh, much? Yeah. How much have you played Tarky since and before then? Has it been feeling better? Have you just been leaning it? Because the last time we talked, you were doing just like YOLO Tarkov, like that was your stream. You were just YOLOing. I, and yeah, then you had that day where you were like, forgot. "I'm back." 
Yeah, no, um, that that might have been. Was that after the last podcast? Uh it might have been. It might have been actually. I, I don't I remember. Think it might have been. And that would make that would make sense. I'm not sure, but that would make sense yeah. because like the day I decided I was gonna go YOLO, I think late after the podcast, after I was doing runs, um, I probably did like 40 runs. It, it, it got to the point where like I did a bunch of maps, I did reserve, yeah, and yeah, customs and stuff, and uh, and then I ended up like after a couple of raids that I was just kind of like bored. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go factory, do a couple, and, fa and then I inevitably end up four hours of just factory yep. runs over and over again. But I died like twice in like 50 runs. That's crazy. And, and it was like lots of juiced guys, lots of teams. I played really? at the beginning. I played customs. So my reserve raids didn't go so well, mostly because the spawns are so shitty. And then I just get like naded by like squads and there's just no way to dodge the nades Nothing. or whatever. Um, but customs, I know the map really well and end up spawning. I only spawn in like two, one of two places. Yeah. Um, so I usually... Actually, I spawn right near the uh, the boat extract. Yeah, um, like the, all the time. Uh, which is like where you can just run to mark through yeah. get there before anything. And then yep. just kind of like I usually go up on the roof and then chill and wait for people who are rolling up. Yep. Um, but uh, but it's been I, I don't know. I don't want to say anything has changed. I want to be honest and say I think maybe it was it's just me. Mm. But. And I, I don't think it was that I was in a rut. I think it was that I was playing differently. Um, maybe it was, like, less confident or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or I was trying to, like, not make sound. I was just trying to play differently. And yeah. then when it just got to the point where it was, like, I'm just going to maybe go back to, without knowing it, similar play style to how it used to be. Uh, I've been surviving, like, 80% of my raids. Dude, and hell just yeah. completely, completely wrecking... Um, the, the reason why I said like I'm feeling like I'm back is because like, <laughs> for like the last four hours in factory, I just grabbed a a, a Glock 17 with a with, like iron sights um, with the seven and one seven and three one wherever the, yeah. the, the good ammo the good is, one. and I I was just wiping squad chads with pistol, just 180ing like it, it was. I don't know. Dude. Hell yeah. Um, my my stat. I mean, I have like no money because I, I don't take the time to sell anything. Yeah. But like my 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 um insurance is just full of sick gear. All of my my entire stash is just full of you know like tier Juice. five and tier six armors yep. that are just all like erect and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> so and and I have like two dog tag cases full of fucking dog tags from like the last week. So I have what is that? Uh, That's the two hundred. I think it fits a hundred. Yeah, yeah, Jeez. so close to 200. Um, but so I've I've mainly been playing customs and factory with a little bit yeah. of reserve. Reserve ends up being kind of a coin flip, but uh, oh. I still see the annoying net code yeah, of teleporting course. around all over the place and uh, and everything like that. But uh, I don't know. I think I'm just me giving less of a fuck and playing uh -huh. aggressively and and using you know um, the best gear. Yep. I, I really am starting to think more and more, at least now, that it's it actually makes a difference. Uh, dude, play style, dude, 100%. It's huge. It's huge. I want to love reserve so bad, man. We've talked about that. I was trying to play it the other day, and I was just getting spanked just all the time. I don't know what it is, but um, that's sick. Dude, the play style, for sure, it matters. It's it's just crazy, man. Like I mean, we talked about it where it's just like all, the, all of my clips, all my highlight videos are just clips of me being like all right chat let's just do it for the clip like let's just 
yeah. reckless abandon. You know what I mean? Just, and it makes sense, right? Like, the slower you play, the more reliant you are on audio, right? And if the audio, especially in those like dorms, is such a great because it's really confined, small. Oh, and the vertical a good, audio. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. The so, more reliant you are on your senses that, that are yes. always wrong. Yes. And the, your like vision is never wrong. You never see a guy on second floor and then go, I know there's a guy here. Was he on second or third? You see yeah. him on second. Now he might jitter or desync or something like that, but you can see him. So the faster you play, the more you strictly rely on vision and aim. You know what I mean? And so and, and, that, and that's like instinctual. And I still have yeah. those instincts. And because I've been playing every day, yeah. I'm I'm back to the muscle memory and the instincts of 180 flicking. Yeah. Full auto spraying, you know, whatever. 100%. So it's just play fast and you just don't have to rely on the senses. The other thing I've been doing, which is is the complete opposite and just like play almost like as slow as physically possible on maps like interchange, because basically I'm trying to play to the opposite of that where I know everybody else isn't, no one's playing at a medium pace. I'm probably the only one playing at a super slow play pace. Everyone else is playing fast. So if yeah. I wait long enough, they'll get impatient and start running and then I'll figure out where they are from there and then kind of get the kill. You know what I mean? But and you can't, you have, you have to play. I mean, this actually is like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's telling, but like you have to play on the other extreme not yes. like smart and slow and tactical but like you can't move you yeah. have to put your back in a corner or yeah. in a bush or whatever and you have to just wait as soon as you move everybody on the map knows where you are and they're throwing nades yeah. and shooting you you need to if you see somebody run by don't pull a trigger until you can one tap yes. them because as soon as you miss that first shot they're 180 and whip and shoot you 100 percent. you need to just catch everybody out and so that's yeah. why it's like it's literally just chads running around and people in bushes hiding yeah 100 that's the game right now that's the game but if you are like you and you have the instincts and the aim and the fundamentals like you were saying the ability to aim the ability to 180 and click then the the shift w is just it's the most fun way to play because you're still going to get cucked. You're still going to you know, get frustrated by the guys who are in the bushes. You're still going to get net coded. But when things are working okay, you're going to come out on top a decent amount because you know you can snap uh, and get those kills. I've been, <clears throat> this is just a complete, we've been talking about this a ton in chat, but this is a completely different thing. I've been spending a lot of time in between raids or if I'm playing with a duo and my friend and I died and I'm waiting for my friend to get out. I'll go in the hideout with like a 60 round mag and an M4, put it on single file fire and just snap as quick as I can between headshots of the three targets we have at different distances. Boom, 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 different orders and stuff like that. And I've noticed a difference. And we've been talking about that a lot where it's like, I wish you could upgrade the uh, firing range in the hideout to get it like twice as long and have targets that move forward and backward and left to right. Like that would be, it would be like, that's as far as you go, right? You don't, we don't need like aim lab in Tarkov, but even just that, the, you know, you go and just press a button and things go forward and backward. And one of the targets goes left and right. Being able to practice with your gear on gen four, Alton M4. Now I have all the bonuses or buffs to my movement and I can practice with this kit. Snap, 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 snap. I think that Bro, would be fun. I just had the billion dollar idea. Hit, hit me with it. This is how we introduce <laughs> speed running to Tarkov. Oh. Imagine, if, imagine if you could press a button and it was like beep, 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 beep. And it was like there was a set 
um, like pattern of things that would pop up. And as soon as you yeah. shot one, another would come up. And maybe, I mean, there could be like a random mode, but there could also be a mode where it's like you kind of, it's similar to the CSGO. There's like, you yeah, can speed yeah. run the CSGO like training map. Yep. Where you're like throw a nade over there. And then like, it, it's the same setup every time. Um, how quickly could someone go bang, 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 bang in like yep. the exact pattern? And you can All even the do like you need to do is put a timer up on the screen. Yeah. And as soon as you hit, as soon as it's the timer starts, you're then you're able to shoot the target. And then as soon as you're the last bullet hits, hits the thing, the thing it stops, and then it would give you a time. Holy shit! And then that you would could do speedrun.com. They like, could, they could, you could break it up like, like you were like uh, we've talked about with you know Zelda, like different categories or Mario, where it's like you know sixteen star, ten star. You could do like one gun or three gun, where you have to do the first ten with an AR, then you swap to a pistol for the next ten. Like in real life, they do those three gun things. Like it was see, like, well, maybe there's twenty targets and you only yeah. have a ten round mag in each one. Exactly, exactly. That would be, dude. That would be so much fun. I, I would sit there all day and just grind 100%. that. hundred percent. And, and then, then we'd all be gods. Gods, like, if, yeah. Because it makes a I difference. As somebody, as somebody who picked up Tarkov as my first PC game, as somebody who never, you know, really played, you know, CSGO, a lot of those games were like headshots and like insane snappy aim were really, really important. I grew up playing single player games and Call of Duty and you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel the disadvantage. I watch guys like Landmark and I'm like, oh my God, like you just you always put your crosshair on their head. And that's because, you know, we played a lot of PC games. So I just spend little time, what little time I have in between raids, in between, you know, stuff in the hideout, just snapping back and forth, practicing transfers. And it's crazy how, like, some of the people, some of my mods will tell you, like, yo, like, I've got clips of me, like, wiping two or three mans with one mag where it's just, like, dead, dead, dead. And then I'm, I'm like, what the hell? So that practice does. So stuff like that in Tarkov would be sick. Because it's not free. It's not like free experience or getting better for free. You have to spend the time practicing, but it's yeah. a way to spend some time practicing if you want to. You know what I mean? Dude, like, imagine, um, imagine a workshop where like community could make fucking. Oh, I mean that would could, be like could, the dream, bro. That would re honestly like the like Halo's between, Forge and Tarkov. The difference between making that mini game in the hideout. And making a system where people could design the mini games, all you need to do is, I mean, it, you wouldn't make it like infinitely dynamic. Yeah, of course, be, of course. There's there's these rows of things. There's X amount of targets. There's ones that come yeah. down from the top with circles. There's silhouettes that come up from the bottom or from the side or things that flip up. And then like the so difference sick. in work, it's like 120% work to like make a system that other people like just put a UI on whatever system they're using to build it. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, dude, it'd be so it would be so sick, bro. So it was it just be the so community sick. fucking ma maps that you could just go download and then uh, compete and stuff. And they wouldn't Everybody have would... to, it would be like solo, like you download them. So they're not taking up server space. You download them and play them solo. You know what I mean? It's it's for time. You know what I mean? To compete or to train. It's yeah. sick. And, and and everybody in the chat's talking about like, oh, it sounds like aim labs. Aim lab, I, yeah. I, I know that there's a million things that exist, but I'm saying like in yeah. Tarkov, like with Tarkov's guns and Tarkov's gunplay with Tarkov's optics. Yeah. And the thing is, even if you can sensitivity match to like an aim lab or something like that to practice aim, you go back into Tarkov, you throw in a Gen 4 and it's different. You throw in an Alton, it's different. So being able to, because that's how Tarkov works, you know what I mean? So having something built into Tarkov means you could practice with gear, you know what I mean? With gear sets, with guns, like all that stuff affects 
You know what I mean? Like the ergo of the gun. You know, it's mm-hmm. just it's so it'd be cool. Also, you you mentioned uh, you mentioned Landmark real quick. I we we had a, a nice engagement yesterday. And in factory? And no in dorms. Oh really? Uh, yeah, he yeah, wrecked me. Okay, he wrecked yeah. me. Um, it was it was one of those things like, and and when when you have as many people that watch watch Landmark as as he does. I had, you know, I don't know how many fucking people come in and say really shitty, you know. Oh, yeah. He just got fucking destroyed. You know, it's like, okay. But there was a lot of people that came in that were cool. Yeah, of um, course. But but then, like, all the people trying to start drama, and it's like, that's a case where yeah. it, I, it, I don't think it negatively reflects on Tony. Like, No, not at all. He can't control all these, like, he's he's got enough people watching him that they're just a mob. Yep. Um, it's not like he goes and says, you know, go 100%. tell my shit on him, you know, like whatever. But that, um, yeah, that was that, that would that was interesting. But it was one of those things where I like killed three guys and then like I was like flanking around. A dude jumped out of the window. Do you know the stairs how you can jump out? Uh-huh. So I'm I like peeked in second floor from the metal balcony and was like shooting. And then the guys were peeking me, double peeking me from by the middle mm-hmm. staircase. I'm like, fuck. So I went around and I was reloading as I was I ran down the stairs and, <laughs> and going to flank around to the other side and all of a sudden the, window, the guy is flying and I'm like halfway through the reload I'm like I'm dead I'm dead I'm dead and in midair he pulls out the fucking uh orange med kit the, the grizzly, oh, the grizzly. And just starts healing and I'm like oh and I just put it in the fucking just sprayed him down because he's like oh shit oh shit you know he got stuck in that oh and then my I ended up god going, all the way around to the other staircase, the one that you can only access uh, the second floor on, uh-huh. on that side with, yep. with the van. The van. And uh, and I, like, opened the door, and I walked up really quietly, you know, like, yep. click, click, and opened the door, and I'm, like, scoped in with, like, my hammer on, like, down the hallway. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, I counted. It was three or four frames <laughs> of, of kind of black silhouette, and I was dead. It was, like... And he just—he didn't even—he didn't even like quick peek, and he then like repeat. Slow he peaked just like, it. But, but of course, when I timed it with the number of frames and with the player RTT, it was like yeah. sixty milliseconds was exactly how long it took him to like fucking peek out, which is what the player, you know. So yep. I was dead before I even saw him. Yeah, a hundred percent. Not You're... that he needed. Not that he needed that, you know. But it's like when people came in and were like, "You just got fucking wrecked." I was like. Yeah. Yeah, by the game. He got Tarkov. Yeah. Yeah, he's killed me three times now. He's annihilated me and my duo twice on customs. And then we were at when and we were in Twitch Rivals. He got me that, that one right. I shot at his teammate and I saw him just whip around 180 pop. I was like, God dang. And it's like landmark. And I was like, oh geez. Yeah, it's hundred percent. That stuff super sucks. That happened to me one of the times uh he killed me. Somebody was coming in and was trying to basically start some drama where he was like he was like, Landmark says that you're trash at the game. And I was like, buddy, I don't believe for one second. I do not believe you for one second that he, like Tony is over there being like, yo, this, what's his name? Double click. Oh, Jesse Kazam. This guy's hot garbage. And then he was like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to go tell him that you think he's a piece of, and I was like, dude, come on. And I actually, I actually, this was like a while ago. I actually got in contact with him about it. And he was super chill. He was like, bro, he was like, I hate this. He was like, I hate that people do this. And I was like, I figured, man, I just didn't like, I didn't want anybody coming in saying, I'm saying something. I know that you're not 
So he was super chill about it, but it just sucks exactly. When you get to that level, when you got 11,000 people watching you, you know, if 0.05% of the people are absolute just units of trolls, that's like 55 people going around trolling, spamming stuff in Which chat, is like trolling. Three times people's average viewership. 100%. You know, like yeah. So it's, it's rough. It's rough. It's that's crazy to think about. Like the number of trolls in someone like that's chat is literally 10 times more the total viewership of, of most streamers. The average, yeah. the average fucking Tarkov streamer. Yep. So it's, it's rough. But anyways, we got lots of cool Tarkov related news and things. And, and as always more questions and answers. I think the most, the most interesting thing is today we got that crazy picture of uh killer in factory and it translated from Russian. The thing I think says happy birthday, the little postcard. Did you see that picture? I didn't, I didn't see that. I just saw like okay. everybody cause I'm subbed to like these days when stuff happens, I see like you. Yeah, of course. Geeks, one peg, one peg. Like a bunch yeah. of like, here's the thing that's that you need to know about. Then I'm like, I'm not going to watch the goddamn video cause yeah. I can't nice guy Tarkov news yeah uh, well they tweeted anymore, they but. tweeted a it's a it was like a postcard and it was like from in the office and factory and it had killer was there and in russian it said happy birthday in the bottom left and it was like a postcard and then lurking in the shadows behind killer you saw like tagilla which is the name oh, the, of the, the factory boss? yeah the factory boss oh are they related I, that's what everybody was like yo Someone are they say, says happy birthday little bro yeah, so, it says something like that. So it it it. They're brothers. Some people think they're related. Some people think they're like father and son. Some people think that they're like brothers. None of that's been confirmed. But everybody was like, "What does that mean?" And then people started hopping on factory killing killer, and then that's what spiraled out of today. Um, of course, I love Geeks's title, not clickbait. Yeah, yeah. Of, course, of course, I'm like, if he's ever gonna do clickbait, this is gonna be the time. yeah like, the one like, yeah. 100 percent gone sexual you know, like gone <laughs> wild, not clickbait um and of course people are like uh, people immediately went crazy theorizing like this is a pre-wipe event or this is this means the patch is right around the corner but then people were talking about like i think sneaky russian pointed out and i think i don't know for sure but i think it has something to do with like two years ago today was when they first like announced killa as the interchange boss like i don't think he came uh, into the game until later but i think Today, two years ago, was the first time we saw a picture of him or something like that. Gotcha, um, okay. So it could be part of a pre-wipe event. It could be absolutely nothing and just like happy birthday, kill it. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It could be part of a pre-patch event. Exactly. So wait, did they... Uh, I'm going to... Oh, God. I don't even, never mind. I'm not even going to They've done nothing. They've, they've... Yeah, we don't know. All, we All I know is that I keep seeing shit. Everybody... Chat lately has been filled with the... Yeah. With the sometimes it's a question sometimes it's a statement sometimes it's serious sometimes it's a meme sometimes it's but it's wipe thursday and that we know i know that's a meme yeah but like if tomorrow nikita was like there's going to be a wipe thursday and he meant like this upcoming thursday it wouldn't mean anything because everybody would just say wipe thursday and then half the yeah. people would be like ha ha hundred percent a hundred percent just become it i just i just don't fucking care anymore i yeah. just i cannot you can't even have a conversation about it because no, it's, you it's can't. so much of a meme that it's ruined the actual like discussion. I agree. But no, we don't know. We don't, yeah, we don't know anything. I mean, they put this out on a Thursday and everyone's like, they're going to wipe later. But like it, n n no. 
So we'll go through, we'll go through like uh, basically like we're not going to go like in order of like we have the the GamesCon or the E3 thing and then Pestley interview and then we got some information either than that. I've just kind of put everything together by patch and I'm going to start when we can talk about streets. So because we got the at E3, we got the interview and then immediately after apparently he just hit up Pestley and was like, yo, I'm awake. Do you want to interview me? And Pestley was like, sure. Imagine, imagine getting a text message from Nikita. You up? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, seriously, Pesley just like rips his blanket off, like runs to his computer, gets all sweaty. Hey, boo, you up? Um, it's like, oh shit. So been drinking again? You you always text me when you're drunk. Yeah, <laughs> imagine juice time, baby. Um, so the first and the the biggest like I guess letdown of everything, but eh, letdown whatever. So we officially Nikita officially said that Streets is not going to come out this year. What was it that you said? Can you remind me what you said last? podcast what do you mean juice time no i'm, what did I I'm say? fairly certain i'm fairly certain that that w was last episode the one where you're like i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's gonna oh, be this year oh There's yes no way it's dude. not gonna be oh this bro year. <laughs> dude <laughs> i was idiot. like i made that the okay dude this i edited <laughs> the podcast on saturday because I was like, if on Sunday they announce a bunch of stuff, I don't want to be late on the podcast. I made the intro to the podcast. This is Jesse Kazam's hot take. We're going to see something. We're going to see streets this year. Jesse's hot take. Then we get the Sunday thing and I post the podcast on Monday. And I knew I'm not going to re-render and edit it. Like it's, it's already, it's in there. It just, I'm, I'm just, I posted it. And oh my God, the comments were like, uh, you guys did not watch both of the interviews. Um, the Do your research. Yeah, clearly, uh, you guys, dude. And I was like, bro. Put you on the news. I was like, we record it on Thursdays. Veritas tweets it out. I tweet it out. I put it in my Discord. It takes us a few days to edit it. I'm sorry. Like, but it was funny that it was my the literal intro of the podcast where I was like, Jesse Kazam's hot take, boys. Hold me to it. We're getting streets this year. <laughs> Big fat rip, dude. So he said, he said they're moving into next year. Yeah. And of course, so you never know how serious to take what he says, but he was like, he made a point to be like, and we're not talking about like the end of next year or delaying it big time. He's like, we really think we can get it out early. Um, and then he actually, we'll come back to this later about like, to me, it sounds like they could have had it out this year and they made an intentional decision not to, or at least a part of it, but we'll get to that eventually. But of course, in the E3 interview and in the Pestle interview, he was asking a lot about streets. Um, and he made this comment, bro, this might be what we've wanted the whole time. <laughs> he said, streets is going to be bigger than all of the maps that we currently have combined. It'll be bigger than that. So it is open world Tarkov. Streets. Yes, but as someone who, <laughs> oh God, this is like a, this is a, this is like a <laughs> politics, political, but also like data science, but engineering. Yeah. That can mean a million things. Of course. If they add up all the surface area of all of the floors on a building, yes. like that, that just means that that building's area yeah. is... You know, like, or if it's so huge, but only six of the buildings are explorable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then they can make it really wide, but only six of the buildings you can go in, and it feels kind of dead. I think that that's not that I'm not excited. Of by course, that. of course. 
I think that that's why this junk is taking so long and why it keeps getting delayed is because I, I think it will be a really explorable map and it will be, I think, square kilometers even bigger than all the maps. That's what he really made it. Okay. Because, and then he was talking about this. And I think he was talking about this on the uh, E3 side of things where he was talking to like the guy, not Pestley, right? Not somebody who knows Tarkov and now. He's talking to like the E3 guy and he was talking about immersion and he was talking about how he was like, we want you to feel like you're all alone in this wasteland, but we want you to feel like you're all alone, but no, you're not alone. That's the tension we want to create. And yeah, that's, like it, which is why and that's what you need... and me have talked about a lot. It's like, that's what made Daisy so great. It's like, you feel like you're all alone, but you know that this server is full. You know what I mean? And you know, you're yep. going to run into somebody and that eerie feeling, um, so it was cool to hear him talk about that. We talked about how those the Shreech trailer really was giving off that vibes when they're walking around. You're seeing these huge skyscrapers. You have no idea if someone's close, if they are close, what floor they're going to be on, like all this stuff. So, so we got we got info that yeah the the it's going to be bigger than all the maps we have combined. And he was he even said he's like we're not getting rid of all the map. Pesty was like all right we can just get rid of all the other maps. And he was like we're not getting rid of all the other maps, but. That's huge. He made some sort of comment like it was like it it could be broken into as many as ten different segments. Like, and when when he says that, does he mean like they're going to be different things you you'll select on the map to do a raid in? Or no, I think he be, meant they'll just be like the map will be section A, and then when B comes out, it'll be A and B, and then C comes out, it'll be A B C. That's definitely the vibe I was getting from what he was saying, because he because he said he said. Concordia. So the Concordia is the name of the hotel that the, the, uh, the cruise ship. I know, bro. I can't, I can't not. Concordia is the name of the, uh, hotel that that trailer that we saw is, is set in that entire trailer. He said took place in that one building and around that building. And he was saying like the map, the part of the map that they call Concordia is big enough to be a Tarkov map in the game today. So, he was very much so implying that like when you select streets, you won't select streets and then Concordia. He was like, that's big enough. And then we have to like the area around it and this and that. And then, so it'll all be a part okay. of it. Um, he confirmed that they still want, they're still shooting for 40 players on streets, um, which if, if 40 to me feels like right in line, right? Like if we've got like 514 on interchange or reserve, and you're telling me that the, you know what I mean? It's going to be bigger than all the maps we have combined. Like 40 might be sparse. You know what I mean? Like every, yeah. everybody, you know, I don't know. Everybody's like, and also, there's I mean, no way. Everybody always brings up the, they always bring up the, the performance of it. Yeah. Um, now I don't know that we probably have something here about unity, but, um, but to me, I actually don't think if my understanding, and again, I'm only operating on, yeah. A combination of what I tested with netcode. Yeah. All of the things I know about networking. Software and, and networking. And software. What Nikita has told me and then what my interpretation of what he told me <laughs> yeah, is. is. All of that together, um, which... Is a lot know, more than a normal person has. Yeah. It's not nothing. Um, I mean, th that's what's made me be right about fucking yeah. every other goddamn thing I've predicted. For sure. Um, although, you know, I, I still could be wrong, but I... If... If it's true, 
when Nikita said that causes those lag spikes, um, it doesn't have to do with how many the number players. Of players. Yeah. It doesn't have to do with the hardware. It's it's something that if they were to fix it for shoreline or for reserve, then there's no reason why yes. wouldn't also be fixed for streets. It's yeah. the issue is like it's it's an issue that is not it's not performance related in the same way that like because I could reproduce it if when there were five PMCs on factory, mm -hmm. we were the only five. Yeah. We we'd be we'd be standing in a room and then we'd have a huge lag spike. And it's like that's not not there's nothing that happened other yeah. than the server simulation spawned a Bro. bunch of scabs or whatever. So that's it's a, not that's a great oh, point say? that's a great point people talk about like man with the desync right now it's like if it was if the amount of players and entities on the map was the cause of the desync factory should just objectively run the best because it's got less scavs and less pmcs and the smallest map the least amount of assets to load in the least amount of scavs to load in and the least amount of pmcs that should run like much better than other maps, but it doesn't. You still get the lag spikes. You still get the desynky. You still get the weird, all the stuff that you've been talking about. So, and and that that was my thought process as well. Is like Nikita was on a Unity podcast that nobody listened to six months ago, where he was saying right now we could fit twenty to thirty PMCs on customs. There's just not enough spawns or extracts. Like that would just be atrocious. Like right now yeah. we can do that. So I, I don't even have as much knowledge as you do in the networking and stuff like that. I just have enough common sense to know that <laughs> with the, with the Mount Everest of code that goes into making this game, I'm not I can't say there is lag in Tarkov and there are 14 players on this map. So the number of players is what causes the lag. And if you want to go 40 players, it's going to be more laggy. Like it's going to be I'm, four times more exactly. laggy. Exactly. No. I'm not it's saying that that's not the case. I'm saying that like in the world of software engineering, I can't say definitively that that is the case. And when the guy yeah. that's making the game says eight, six, six, eight months ago last summer that, yeah, we can fit 20 players on customs right now. We just too small of a map. And then he says, we want to put 40 on streets. It's like, I just trust that they're, they know what they're doing. Like there's obviously a problem. And I think I can empathize with that. I can empathize with part of it because people are like, there's a problem and we don't want the problem to be worse. Yeah, but okay, so here's it's, just, it's yeah. this is ding da ding ding da ding metaphor time. <laughs> uh, we made it this 38 is, minutes in the first yeah. minute. <laughs> uh, th think about Tarkov like a house and think about the, the way that it performs, like how heat efficient or, or cool, yeah, yeah. how temperature efficient a house is. The, the unity, assuming what Nikita said is true, yes, it, it's. If Nikita was what Nikita says is true, it's Unity, the old version of Unity's networking uh, middleware, basically their layer between uh, the between the Unity and, and the netcode. Yeah. Okay. So um, that that's where these freezes are happening. Um, if he's wrong, then it's in their code. Yeah. Um, but either way, the fix, it, like the the problem right now, is that we have a bunch of windows that are cracked and yeah letting people, this people air are like, out that are letting this air on people are saying you can't add this new room over here with this wonderful insulation and the walls and everything because it's it like it's not going to work when all we need to do is just 
change the windows. If we change the windows, then 99% of the yes. heat loss goes away and we're fine again. So if they can fix this freezing, yes. that's that's where 98% of the issues come from. And the freezing is not because there's too much data yep. going back and forth because and it doesn't have to do with loot. It doesn't have to do with the environment because, again, you can have it so that literally nothing is happening with loot or happening with the environment except for AI spawns, which um, – and everybody's sitting there yep. literally doing nothing because we're the only people that are possibly connected 10 seconds into a factory raid. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's no it's, there's yeah. no player scab spawning in. That just proves definitively that – 100%. Um, or as close as you can get. You as know, close as you that, can get uh, to definitively that it's not – amount of entities it's just a big bug that's causing some freeze some big lag spike that if, if, we, if they can solve that issue and we I mean, if we don't have lag spikes yeah then like the hit reg otherwise feels fine yes. The movement is still a little too fast 100%. but it's at least predictable and it would feel fine would like the game would would go from being utterly broken to feeling perfectly fine yep 100 percent, 100 percent. And we'll talk about when we get to because they did talk about Unity. Um, we will be able to basically test this theory we're talking about between now and streets coming out. So that will bring On us. ETS. Yeah. Uh, or ETS and just when Unity, the 2019 version comes out. Um, so before streets comes out, we'll have. Oh, yeah. So do we know? Do we know when? Have they updated us when the Unity? Yes. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. So we'll, everybody asks me, what do you what feature are you looking forward to? And I say, I don't you, care about anything in the fucking game except for Unity, Unity because it's right now our best chance our, at yes, fixing. Yes. Yes. It's like, I don't know anything about game. Unity 2019, but it's the it's the Hail Mary we have. It's our last if great we have hope. The same issue, if we have the same issue after Unity yeah. 2019 comes out, I will make another video proving yeah. definitively Nikita, the issue is in your code. Fly me to St. Petersburg. No. Um, yes, we do know a little bit more about Unity 2019, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll finish through all our, the street stuff. So 40-player count. Uh, they're going to release in segments, which they talked about uh, before. Concordia is as big as some of the current maps that we have. Um, he said, <laughs> when me and my buddy were texting about this, he said that there are portions of the map that are 100% done. That they just need to basically add loot to and what and keys, but like the 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 design. He talked about the different stages of because the guy the E3 guy was asking him about that. Like, how do you go about like building a map like Streets of Tarkov? So he talked a little bit about what, which was cool, like reference pictures to real life places, and then they model it out and they gray box it, and then. And then he's like, basically, then we have a location and we need to make it fun for video games. So like, you know, there's there's hardcover around and then we have to make that feel like it fits in the lore, which I love hearing about that kind of stuff. Yep. But but it was cool to hear about the different slices that go into making a map. And he was like, he was like, we have portions. We have an entire segments of um, of Streets of Tarkov done, finished, polished, art, everything. It just needs loot and keys. He didn't say how much or anything, but I was like, damn, I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, and that was, I was like, at this point, I was like, bro, I was right. We're going to see it. And then on the pestily thing is when he says he moves it over. Um, um, but so that was cool. They talked about the APC, um, the tank. It's definitively a tank. I think Nikita said it was a, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Have you seen that meme? Team tank, team not tank. I, I haven't seen the meme. I've just seen a bunch of people on Twitter be yeah. like, 
I said it was a tank, and now I have, like, death threats. And, you know, um, like... Excuse me, it's not a tank. It's a BTR. It's Russian. It was made from the years 1963 to 1967 and a half. Oh, my God, dude. That's literally, that's more annoying. Like, I can at least, when someone says clip, my brain goes, magazine. But I don't say it <laughs> yeah. out loud because I don't want to be that guy, okay? 100%. This is 100 times worse, worse. than that. Um obscure russian military fucking lord eat shit dude like, I, I know i tweeted out i said I'm call him an atv now I, that's what i'm gonna call it an atv i said big i tweeted this out. i said big armored vehicle with gun on top hauling people around in war zone i'm sorry i didn't know what a btr was you know what i mean it's like it and i it's so funny i just i it so it's a. Uh, it's so it's become a meme where like like Pestley tweeted out he was like it's not a tank and and BSG re like replied and was like correct it's not a tank, but then during the event <laughs> during the live event so I was so proud of this I have a screenshot during the E3 event they were pulling like singular messages from chat and putting them up uh, for like ten seconds and as, one of yours? as soon as they started talking about the the APC I all caps tank gang and it popped up on the thing and I was like yes. <laughs> So it was just funny. Anyways, so we got to see the APC roll up and then a bunch of dudes hop off. He made it sound like that's actually not a scav boss. Uh, they could be adding new factions like the Russian GRU. It could be Black Division. It could be Raiders. Who knows? Oh, the Russian GRU. That's like uh, like SWAT or or like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, try I'm trying to come up with. I, I can't think of many. I'm trying to do the whole it's a tank thing. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> Clearly, I, I it's actually the... <laughs> um, actually, it's like the Russian SWAT um, equivalent of the special forces units that only act in like rural areas, but... Bro, it's... But I, could, I couldn't think of any other than SWAT. I'm SWAT. like, it's like SWAT or like... I've got nothing. Uh, SWAT. <laughs> um, anyways, he said that we're going to be able to engage with the, the, the tank. I'm just going to trigger everybody in two different ways. We are going to be able to marry me. We we are going to oh, be able to oh, engage. Yeah, okay. I was like, what? Where did that come from? The dead we tank. are going to be able to engage in that in two different ways. We are going to be able to pay the driver of that tank to go to a section of the map and just blow stuff up. What? I don't know. Is the fucking interface. <laughs> I have, dude, I have no Dialogue idea. Tree? Like, I dude, don't get it. I have no idea. I don't know if it's just like. You, you know, a map will pop up and we'll get to pick of only like three sections of the map. I have I have no idea. What's the like lore behind it? Hey there, I'm Tank Man. Dude, well, I, want me to blow some up for just you? some crazy scav that drops around a tank. I have no idea. And secondly, we are going to be able to use it as a taxi um, to move us from one place on the map to the other place. So it's they're weird that they're using a tank as a taxi. I yeah, I know weird. it's weird. Well, I, they should use like an APC or like a what's the like a BTR. That would be a way better choice. Yeah, um, like what the SWAT teams use. <laughs> um, so there that that means it necessitates some sort of in-game interface, like you were saying, right? To tell it yeah. between those two things. If you're if I'm gonna tell it, um, somebody said it is a BTR. <laughs> <laughs> if uh. <laughs> Nah, dude, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Whoever that is in chat, I'm pretty sure it's a tank. <laughs> pretty sure it's a tank. But, but thanks, though. Um, God, what was I thinking? Okay, there's got to be some sort of in-game interface. Who knows? 
he said that the counter for it is that before Streets comes out, they're going to add the RPG-7, and it's going to be able to blow it up. Great. <laughs> I know. I know. We're in the weeds of, like, less cool stuff about talking about, like, the map and its design and more into, like, this one thing, which uh, I, we have no idea how it's going to work out. We have no idea how the MP RPG-7, it's going to be used on labs or factory more than it's going to be used on streets, and it's going to be memes, and it's going to be hilarious. Last news about streets. You said there's going to be two scav bosses at least, potentially three. And he said that there will be events where you'll be able to see other current scav bosses on streets, which will be interesting. Somebody pointed out, um, I think one peg pointed out in his video that like, we know that Rashala uses um, corrupt police officers as his guards. And we also know that there will be a police station. Nikita's talked about this on streets. So it would be crazy mm. to run into Rashala and a few of his police guards at the police station on streets every once in a while. Like stuff like that would be dope. He also kind of implied that there would be like meetings between the scav bosses, which Imagine makes rolling up to like a gas station on like shoreline with fire and on Gluhar. <laughs> and there's just like Gluhar. And all of his fucking cronies. Yep. And then uh, Rashala and all of his cronies just doing like a fucking mafia drug deal. And you've got an like, RPG seven. And you and the moment you spawn in, you hear eight hundred different people go. Oh my god, dude! Just come in. You you spawn and they all their sentience assembles. Yep. Into the fucking unicorn. Like that. Of <laughs> Unicon it's like that scene from Three Hundred where he was like, "Our arrows will blot out the sun. Then we will fight in the shade." You just see grenades. You can't even see the sky anymore. <laughs> oh my god! I need to figure out a way to animate that or something. Dude, hundred percent. Oh, that's good. Why not Soka? And some of them are Vogs. They're blowing up in the air. Like, oh, my God. <sighs> Anyways, so um, he said one of the scab bosses, they want to keep a secret and basically let us experience for ourselves. He said the other uh, scab boss is the one that we know about, which is the car salesman. He's not really a car salesman. He just Rapport? he just used the uh, the the uh, used car lot as his thing. This is this is really interesting. And I think I like this. He said that <clears throat> the. Uh, the car lot will be a borderline impregnable base of operations. He said that like this dude will have, he's protecting something. He'll have snipers that this place will be booby trapped, that there's mounted machine guns and guards and that like <clears throat> it will genuinely be not something that people get all the way through often, but that this scav boss will also roam around like, parts of streets and then return back to his place. And I kind of like that as like, almost like there is a part of the map that like, if you can get through it, there's cool rewards. No, no zone. Yeah. But there's like a, there's an, it's not, it's not a barrier. It's not when you cross this line, a sniper shoots at you and you die, but it's like an actual like red zone. Like you, you avoid it. You like really avoid it unless you're like willing to lose your stuff. Like imagine, imagine that being like an in raid, like destiny raid where like a squad of four try to go, try to get a good spawn, get there and then like spend 45 minutes get, you get moving through. Yes. So like you need food and water so that like 100%. when you finally get there and you're like, okay, 
you probably lost one guy you've used a bunch of ammo it's like now i need enough ammo to make it through it, it's going to be one of those things that's either going to be completely impossible or it's going to be like if you just play it this one way yeah it's easy you know how people are like oh it's easy to kill the scab boss sometimes it's just yeah. like head tap Yep. Head tap. And then sometimes you're walking along and you hear Juan on Suka and you look up and the arrows have fucking blot out the sun and you're, you know, you're, you are Leonidas. Yep. Yep. So he said he basically, he did not say it's impossible. He just said it's like going to be really hard. So I like the thought of an almost end game type of place inside of Streets of Tarkov that like, it's completely avoidable, but it's there. And if you want to take up the challenge, there'd be some cool loot. You know what I mean? Like it obviously yeah. can't be anything broken where it's like, oh yeah, if you just if you just glide along this Ask wall, the, the snipers can't hit you and you there's eleven slicks and you just extract right there. Like it can't be I mean, it's not like anything <laughs> subtle or or balanced or anything like that. They they don't fuck anything up like that ever. So No, nothing. Um So that's that's the news that we have on streets. Uh it's getting Push back. Some really cool. I don't know, man. I'm definitely back on just like I fall asleep. I lay at wake at night dreaming about Streets of Tarkov because the new trailer is so sick. Him hearing him talk about it, hearing him saying that they're really close with certain parts of the map, it's cool. So we can move on to like all the news we've accumulated on 12.11. 12 12.11 is basically any day now. Pestily straight up asked, Do you have a date for 12.11? And he said, yes, we have a date. I'm not going to tell you that date just in case something happens. But what I can tell you is that it will definitely be this month, which it's the seventh. date now? It's the 17th. So we've got so it's next. 50, so it's next week. Yeah, we have 14 days anytime between now. Now, he actually, he actually said this specifically. He said there will be no Tarkov TV podcast for this patch. So that's why I say it's any day now, because there's normally like a schedule. We see a podcast, then yeah. we see patch notes, then we see the patch all within, you know, a week window. And that's how it always is. He said it's going to be Thursday. <laughs> there's no way it's not at this point. It might be the only reason why no, I think no, I'm not. Well, no, I mean, I'm like, I don't to meme, but at the same time, it's also like, I think that I think that they pretty much just decide like we do patches on Thursday. See, um, I want so I, I want somebody I to I don't. I think it's a actually a meme. I want somebody to crunch the numbers. I think that used to be Thursdays, and I, my best guess, I want somebody to go find the dates. I don't know how to do it. I think since the drops event, um, the uh, the very first drops event, which was uh not too long after Patch Point Twelve and Reserve came out, the very very first one, that came out on a Thursday. And they basically went on weekend break when there were 200,000 people playing the game. And I remember that being a cluster where they were, Nikita was like, they were calling people in on the weekend. Since then, I think most patches have been early in the week, like Tuesday. I don't, I, you might be right, but ever since. Ever big since, patches, smaller patches might be on Thursdays, but bigger patches I feel like have been earlier Ever, in the ever week. since um, Pestily made the meme as far as i know he's the one that made the meme where he just i think he Thursday. did yeah um i mean it's like like th that's something that literally comes up when we have conversations where it's like please just do it like thursday like you're gonna do it on thursday and 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 i like as far as i know nikita's like yeah hey, <laughs> so i i would put money on thursday not as a meme but because 
you know Pestily and Nikita's relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pestily has the meme. They're both invested in, you know, For sure. in that. I mean, I'm not I, saying I, it's not going to be. I'm just saying that it wouldn't surprise me if it wasn't either. But 12-11, so 12, yeah, so let's say next Thursday, because how many Thursdays do we have left in the month of June? But he's he he put his flag there. Uh, yeah, next Thursday is the only Thursday. He put his flag I mean, there. That would, he said that definitely would us, this that month. That would give a week of Killa on Factory. Yeah. And so this is like not a pre-wipe event, but a pre-patch pre event, which is why I said that earlier. Um, <laughs> For sure. Um, I don't know. We, uh, we got the Killa thing, and I, and I, I would... I would tend to agree with that statement. I've been saying that too today is like, I feel like it's more just like a pre patch event, something fun. He last on Sunday when they were doing the interviews, he was like, look out for something cool happening this week. I'm assuming he was referring to this. A lot of people were also excited about potentially like a labs free weekend because they entertained that idea. And Nikita in one of the podcasts said that that would be a cool, that'd be a cool idea to do for a pre patch or a pre wipe. So we, yeah. We're not sure yet if they're if it's gonna stack, if they're gonna do some more stuff over the weekend, or if the killer thing. I labs in two fucking weeks. I at want. Least. I want them to do three labs. I would play that. I need to go back because I, I heard a lot of people. Everybody, quote unquote, all the cheaters are all on interchange because I think they nerf <laughs> lab loot. I've been gone long enough that I. That's don't, funny. I literally like that could be fucking true. I don't know, um, but I should go and give it a try. <laughs> yeah. So. We don't know if there's anything. We don't know what day 1211 is coming. We don't know if there's anything else planned over the weekend. We'll see. Did you see the picture, the high res render of Tagilla? Oh my, you need to look it up right now. I haven't seen Jack shit. Is it on Twitter? Yeah, I retweeted it too. And I think PSG tweets a lot because they retweet people. Um, but. Oh, I see. Oh, wait, that's Killa. <laughs> Oh, dude, my man Tagilla. You know what the the first thing that came to mind when before I clicked on the picture to 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 gr have it grow was clean. For some Bro, reason, I'm like at my one of my mods, Adam, at, at, tagged clean and said, "Yo, clean, you got yourself as a scav boss." How? That's so funny. I don't I don't know what it is. I it's like his shoulders or something. That's so funny. Um interesting but that's Tagilla. he's got the saiga on the back he got the old sledgehammer he got the mma gloves the welder's mask he's got the uh um the rig that's obviously a plate carrier it's the one they teased a long time ago with the big middle finger on the back <laughs> yeah um hmm. um so that's Tagilla. that's the homie he's gonna be the scav boss can we uh, take his helmet? Dude, I have no idea, man. We have no... Bleh, we have no idea, man. I don't know. Like, I'm still... I have so many questions about his... Like, what's his visibility going to be with that helmet? Is he going to prioritize? It looks smaller than a, an Alton. Yeah, it's exactly. Like it's like more narrow than... It's like a killer, but then you squeeze it. So it gets a little taller and a little Imagine thinner. level six. Level six. Dude, the problem is... Here's... here's Yeah, one peg did some research and, like, found, like, that helmet and it was it's basically just like cardboard or particle board as a welding helmet but there's no way it's not armored he's a scav boss if i can one tap him with you know a grotch it's not going to be fun you know what i mean so uh and they have to have well, it unless on. he has like 300 head <laughs> hp like those are the, like glue car you the know? two things i'm worried about not that anybody cares about my opinion but i am scared that every scav boss seems to have more and more hp 
right? Like Killa was like Power creep. he had like an insane amount of HP, and then Gluhar has like a, way more. He has it's like and it, and four keep increasing or it. five PMCs health pool into into Gluhar. It's crazy. And what I'm scared of is that this is going to be the same. He's going to have like it, it'll be like a the shattered mask where it's like level two but he's got 900 head hp you know what i mean yeah. and i to keep with like i played the i played the heck out of the division i loved that game but i want to play a game that's decidedly bullet sponge or decidedly not not one where it's like 98.7 percent of the enemies will all die to one hit and then these three well you better have different ammo for those three because you need 1600 yeah. flesh damage to kill them so like yeah, make I, sure you craft your laser gun for the exactly the i've boss. always been so like i love the aesthetic of the shirtless thing but i've always been pro i'd rather have a i would rather have a scav boss have level seven unlootable armor then have 42,000 HP. You know what I mean? If you just make sure, if you put them, you give him a key, the key unlocks a stash, the stash has dope loot. That way you can make him armored without, you know, making yeah. it so that I can loot this level seven armor. I'd rather that personally because I, I just, it's just. Well, that, I mean, it, the, the HP is, is how they effectively introduce power creep, mm -hmm. um, which is like a thing that if you ever played hearthstone or magic the yeah Gathering for sure or the whenever they add something new it's gotta like, be the in best order to be exciting it has to be it can't just be a different slightly different skin same stats version of something they have to make it better in some way so then you just always <laughs> end up with the things created now are to completely make uh, obsolete everything that came before yep. but but then they need to make it so that if if it was gear related well then that means now they're you know ruining the game because people can loot it and then take the gear. So then they're <laughs> so like, then oh, they the solution is to just crush turn the spawn the chance. So that it takes three. If you walk up to somebody with a 308 rifle and you pull the trigger in their forehead, they will look at you and be okay. And you're yeah. gonna have to do that again before you kill them. Yeah. Like. So I I'm worried about that. I'm very I'm worried about that. Where. Um. Uh. I just don't know what his HP is going to be and exactly the weird trifecta of like that he has to be cool. So then they give him really good loot, but they don't want to break the economy with the loot. So they only make him spawn 11% of the time. So the people that don't play super often either don't run into him ever or grind factory for like days to find him with the first time. And then he just one taps you because he's so strong. And it's just Dude, like, I hope he, I'm a little he, scared. You know what would be really fucking sick? It would be a different character design than what they have before because all the the scab bosses are so broken from a distance because and the raiders yeah. too because they can see you from forever and their aim is unbelievable yeah um imagine if like he had his like back to a wall right at the corner so that like you jiggle peek and you're jiggle peeking and you're fucking eye to eye with him that would be every corner because then it would feel like you're running from jason fucking Voorhees, oh you my know? like god and that would be the way that like you can't just fucking run through factory like a madman because at any point you're gonna get clotheslined by a hammer dude you know like a mad you jiggle peek and you just see that welder's mask bro that would be that'd be insane the other thing i'm worried about is the the what i will now call the cultist effect uh i still have never seen a cultist really okay i've seen them twice i've gotten to them i've gotten in fights with them twice 
And what do you think? I, I died both times. What do you think I died to? A gun or a knife? A gun. A gun. For years, they were talking about the cultists. They were talking about that they were going to try and knife you. They were going to sneak up on you. They're going to have this poison. They're going to do all this cool stuff, bro. I go out. I go night raiding. I try to find them. And everything they said about their AI is true. They make less noise. They're harder to see. They're harder to spot on thermals. But they don't use the knives. They just shoot you. So it's just scavs on ultra hard mode. Yeah, it, it's it, needs, so to be, it needs to be like the way it should be. And you know what? I should do some immersion runs, nighttime woods. Would that be the best chance of me coming across them? Yeah, night woods, night customs, or night shoreline. But I wait, they, they go on customs? Mm -hmm. You can find them oh, at shit. the. Uh, you can find them at like the fortress. Okay, so like the way that it, the way that would be, or at least I would design it, would be that they are, if you're careless. They will, they can sneak up if you're not paying attention. You have your headphones yeah. off. They will very easily sneak up on you and stab you and one tap you with a knife. I would be fine with getting stabbed in the neck and dying as long as if you were paying attention, yeah. they're not totally silent. Like if you can hear them coming yeah. up behind you, you've got like one or, or two audio cues. Quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, they, and they move quickly. I want to be able to, like a hatchling. I want to be able to, like, every now and then, I, I've been killed by a hatchling, you know, just because it's like, yeah. oh, I didn't real, I was careless. Yeah. And I want it to be like that, except, like, it shouldn't be, I don't want to just get sent back to my stash like no. I do with Sturman, where it's like, you see Sturman, all of a sudden he goes, ah, and you're dead. But that's what it is. They have hex grids, and they have SVDs, and here's what happens. People are like, they will try to stab you. This is what happened both times. Both times I was looking for cultists. I hear, whoosh, whoosh, behind me. I turn around and it's a cultist. It's exactly everything they described. It's a perfect minute. It's like a perfect moment in Tarkov. He's swinging at you. You either shoot that guy or run away. And from that point on, it's game on. There's five of them and none of them try to stab you anymore. They're just shooting you when you can't see them. They're hiding in the bushes. They have SVDs and some of them have hex grids. It's like, I wish that every time you killed one, it, re it reset them and they would try to stab you first. They would, they would all go high. Yes. And then you have to go look for them. They would try to stab you. Boom, boom, boom. You shoot at one. Either you kill or you don't, and it resets them. And as long as they're exposed, maybe they'll try and use their guns, and then they reset. It yeah. would be so much creepier. It would be more fun, and you would be able to survive it, dude. It's crazy. I've, I've, I found them twice, and I just stopped farming them. I was like, this is not, this isn't what I was sold on. And BSG just needs some fucking game designers because they don't have actual game <laughs> designers. And that's what I'm worried about. People. That's what I'm worried about with the sledgehammer, right? Yeah. It'll be a sledgehammer, and he'll you'll never not see him just shooting you with Magnum Buck to the leg with a Saiga. Yeah, you'll only, only you can't loot the sledgehammer. Is Makarov yeah. going to be the ones that are going to die? To we the we know that uh, we know that. Um, you can't loot the sledgehammer, and my concern is that he'll you'll see him from freaking the other side of factory, and he'll magnum buck you from 20 yards away, and it'll just be like sick, sick scav boss. You know what I mean? Like that's I am an incredibly optimistic person. I'm of scav bosses are in my opinion one of the best overall additions to this game. I love it, but I am just really. I'm really scared that he's going to have 47,000 HP and he's never going to use a sledgehammer. And it's just going to make me sad because there's so much potential. A, a JPEG on the back of his character. Yeah, it's going to, there's, there's so much potential. 
in the scab boss. You know what I mean? So, but, but I also recognize that that's a hard, that's a tall order to have him use the sledgehammer enough to be fun, but to have him not super easy to kill because as long as you're more than a meter away from him, he can't kill you with the sledgehammer, right? Like I, I get, I understand that that's a tall order, but it wasn't my design decision to make him have a sledgehammer. It was there. So now I'm, I'm concerned about the balance is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? I wish yeah, he could I throw mean, it at you. That would be sick. I if he, like if he yeeted that thing at you and it broke both your legs and then he pulled out the, the freaking I mean, Saiga. It, 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 if the Saiga only ever had like shitty buckshot, yeah, then he would pop and it would black out your legs. Your armor would soak it up and you would be, if you haven't pre-medded, like if you were careless, yeah. then all of a sudden now you're limping and you're like, ah, ah, you know, while it's going to be hard to hit him while you're limping and he's yeah. just going to fucking, yep. wham, you know, that would be sick. That'd be so sick. So we'll see. We will see. Um, so 12-11, any day now. Nobody knows. No podcast. We got the kill event. We got Tagilla. Uh, we know that Scav Karma is coming. Uh, Tagilla Cuddy. I'm coining T that Tugilla right now. I'm calling him Mr. Tagilla Cuddy. Tagilla Cuddy. Someone hold up the newspaper with the date. <laughs> I'm, I'm the first it's ever mine. person to it's call mine. him Mr. Tagilla Cuddy. Um, we got the weapon durability. He talked a little bit about that and how uh, basically the I don't know how it will be presented to the character, but the, whatever back-end percent chance that your weapon has to malfunction, the attachments will buff or debuff that. So it's not its not just... Because this was something we were wondering. It's not just like the upper receiver that gets the stat, and then you can trick it out, and it still has a 2% chance to jam whether it's tricked out or not. He said that... So tricking it out will make it better or worse? Depending. Depending on what attachments. Like, I think that... I think... This is a perfect like opportunity. 50 round drum mag, then it should increase the This is of the jamming. perfect. This is the per suppressors and high capacity mags should both provide debuffs. And this could be it. He was alluding to the fact that attachments could do it, uh, is going to have an effect. He didn't say anything. This is the chance, bro. If high capacity mags increase the likelihood and if uh, suppressors did, woo, we might see some single fire meta. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So we'll see. If they fix the net code and and all those things together, That's, bro, it could change. It, it could, could change it. Could it. So it could take it could take it from a hundred to fucking fifteen. Yep. Overnight. Yep. Okay. So this is there's more of that too. So scav karma, cool. They tease some new um some more thermals. There the uh they, they tease the MP one five five. Chat's gonna get mad at me. I don't remember the name of the shotgun. The smart shotgun. Well, the one that the SWAT teams use when they are in the tanks. <laughs> specifically in the tanks um yeah yeah the uh the smart shotgun they tease a little image of the thermal you're gonna be able to put a thermal thing on it and then th there's a little screen on the shotgun um he said that's gonna be extremely rare but that's cool and then a little it looks like a it, look, it looks like a red dot like you know how like an rmr is more like of a, a square as opposed to like the pko6 is like a circle imagine you take yeah. an rmr and you make it like 50 percent taller so it's more a square than a rectangle and then that was a thermal tiny little like thermal red dot or reflex and he said he said these are like garbage thermal, not night vision no thermal thermal he said that huh. like in real life they're like garbage they're like really bad they're really pixely really low refresh rate 
Um, I just thought that was kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like it'd be yeah. cool to every once in a while kill a scav with one on his gun and you got a little thermal. It's not because right now the two schools of thought of are like, if you're kind of a more casual player that doesn't have money, you insta sell thermals because you need the cash. And yeah. then, so it'd be cool to have something. It's like, it's not even worth selling this. I might as well run it on a, on a Glock secondary or something. You know what I mean? Like that would be kind of cool. Huh. Um, and then scav karma. <laughs> All right. Man, I love this. I love that we have so much to talk about. Here we're getting to some juicy stuff. Um, <clears throat> Pestily specifically asked about Unity and was like, hey, I know you guys are working on 1211 and all that stuff. Where are you guys with the Unity patch, uh, the Unity upgrade? And Nikita, immediately, he was like, the 2019 version of Unity on the game is ready to be playtested by people, but it's not ready to be put into 1211. And we know that once we put out 1211, everybody's going to be playing the game. So he was like, about two weeks after 12.11 comes out, we're going to bring the ETS back online with a Unity 2019 version of the game. He's like, it's ready. I'm going to go buck wild I know. and test the shit I out. know. I know. The ETS is down because they use those servers for the events and stuff like that. Um, I did not have a go. How much can we? We can't talk about. The ETS? Yeah, super strict. Like NDA. nothing? Like literally nothing? As far as I know. We're both going to be in it. So once it I happens, okay. we're going to have to DM each other like crazy. Yeah, this won't. Yeah, I, so I, I won't. I won't break the NDA. I won't talk about that. That. Um, but I will say that the other day I was playing uh, normal Tarkov. And um, it was this weird thing where for a while, every raid, I would get 1200 ping. And then Jeez. right after I spawned and then just get booted from the game. So that was that was weird Bro. on the normal non ETS server. I've been getting I've been getting crazy where I just get stuck into I um get kicked before I even get into the raid like four times in a row. It's like kick, all right, let's go woods again. Kick, all right, let's go woods again. Kick, all right, I guess we'll go interchange. Kick, well we can try that again and then we get in. And then it's fine the rest of the night. But that's been happening to me like every night where I get on like a four or five series of getting kicked and then it's fine for the rest of the night. I don't know if that's related at all, but but the Unity thing is ex exciting, bro. He said that it's 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 ready. Unity 2019 build of the game is ready right now. They just want to get 12.11 out, let everybody be excited about what 12.11 is, and then put up the uh, the ETS servers again. Um, so the 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 sad thing is that we have no idea if the unity 2019 build is going to be like utterly and completely broken and we're still like 6 to 8 months away from getting the full migration or if like it'll be pretty good and it'll only take them a month or two on the ETS yeah. and they'll be like let's push it out you know what i mean so that's the big question the two big questions are how close are we and does the net code change at all <laughs> but it's exciting it's better than for the past two months, whenever we talk about Tarkov, we're just like, all right, rip. Nothing's changed. Still Tarkov. Let's move on. At least we have hope in a few different areas. And this is one. In in a I'm month. Glad, I'm glad that I'm back into the game a little bit more now. Too, 100%. That, yeah. Yeah, because playing uh, on these servers will help you baseline. You know what I mean? Where, yeah. So, um, so we'll see. That's soon. Uh, and then Nikita or Pesley asked Nikita about Lighthouse specifically, which you and me have talked about this at length about the whole like they're in gray box and they want this out before 
Street. Did I tell you that I asked Nikita about that? And he said it's actually like gray box, like proper. They don't have a map yet. Yeah, I, 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 did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you DM'd okay. me. Yeah, uh, and let me yeah, know. I don't think we ever said on the podcast. I think like two podcasts ago, we I said I I sent him a message. Yep. He got back to me because <laughs> rewind a little bit. So gray boxing, there was question over yep. what that meant. If that meant like the 3D models were literally like gray boxes, like they were only, you know, at that stage of the map yep. design. Um, whereas there's something called gray box testing, which is in between black box testing. And it's a kind of like quality control. It's a stage in between that is like the difference between the two is one is at the you know beginning of a process. The other is right before you're done and ready to release, you know, kind of like the second to last test. Yeah. So we were like, what do they mean? I was almost positive because he was like, oh, it's coming out soon. Before streets. Yeah. So it's like, it could only make sense if it was this. And then I asked Nikita and he was like, no, no, it's that. I'm like, yep. Okay. I'm, now I'm confused again. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> so basically this is what it came down to is they know we haven't had a map in a long time and they know we haven't had significant sources of content in a long time. And they, while parts of streets are done, I'm I'm assuming that the the big enough part for the first iteration of streets is not done. So he said this. He said that they have currently pulled 70% of all the designers designing on streets, and they're all working on Lighthouse right now. Which But all but I thought like 80% of the designers had been pulled off of the rest of the game to work on streets. So that's 70% of 80%. <laughs> Well, how many I don't, people are working on everything? <laughs> I well, I don't know. I think the uh, they've hired a ton of people. Like they basically put all their map designers on streets, no other maps, and then they've been hiring a ton of people, and then they pulled three fourths essentially of those people off. And he was like, "We're basically." What he was basically saying is like, "We're gonna bang out Lighthouse <laughs> and and get it out this year because." it's an infinitely smaller project compared to streets and the borderline entire team that was working on streets is working on lighthouse. I also think like we said that they, I think that they have an idea of what lighthouse was like. It wouldn't surprise me if it's been in gray box for years, like when they were talking about the maps and they, you know, they've had a rough layout. We know that part of it's in hired ops too, um, or hired ops as well. So, um, it wouldn't surprise me if, so basically, so basically, he said that he said they took seventy percent off, and they're they're one hundred percent gonna get Lighthouse out this year, and that was why they were like, we we can't just keep pushing streets and not having anything. So yeah. this is going to satiate, which I, which I think is a great call to be honest with you. With how much you want streets to be like your love letter to gaming, I want you to get streets right. I would love to have something else to play though. So. Um, so lighthouse is still planned for this year. We don't have any sort of feature list or we don't have any, uh, like date or, uh, patch date even with it. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know if there's going to be a 12.13 or a 12.14. You know what I mean? Like we have no idea, but he said that lighthouse will be out this year. So that's exciting. We haven't even seen anything with lighthouse. Nothing, nothing. We've seen so Nada. much. It's, it's so weird that we've seen so much with streets. That was my lighthouse and lighthouse is going to be out earlier. That was, it was a, it was a legitimate. Like I was like, what are you doing? Like, why are they doing this E3 huge push for streets? 
the very first question the E3 guy asked was like, man, how excited are you guys to like finally get this out to the world? And Nikita was like, oh no, we're not ready. And it was like, <laughs> what? What? Like, why did you put this trailer out then? It was weird. It was weird. We haven't seen oh, anything. We, need, we needed to show something. <laughs> we, uh, he's talked before about the scav boss on Lighthouse being like a sniper that sits up in the lighthouse that like, yeah. we, we've talked about that even. So, um, uh, but lighthouse. Okay. So then a few questions were asked and through a bunch of those questions, we got, um, information about 12.12, .12, which we're getting 12.11 in a week and a half max 12.12 .12 is going to be the next patch. We don't know if that'll, if that's going to be like, you know, November and that'll be our lighthouse patch or if it'll be like August, but Nikita said that he forced the team to to get VoIP in in twelve twelve. Pestley asked him about VoIP, and he basically said so that he could stop <laughs> answering the question. He told the team that they needed to have VoIP in in twelve twelve. Uh, <laughs> I. There's no way they're not going to do it the bad way. No, I think they will. The 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 right way is easier. Yeah, I know. But he's never whenever we've talked about it and whenever I've talked to him about it a couple times in private and a couple times on podcasts. He's always he's always just been like, "No, no, no, it's there we we have no. both, like we want to do it this way." We got we seen have we, we seen has he indicated anything ever that it wasn't going to be like that? He hasn't, in my opinion, he hasn't indicated ever that it will be like that. Back when he talked about the radios and all that stuff, that was back when he wasn't even sure if they wanted to add it in the game. Those conversations were always cir circulated around, yeah, I don't know. I used to think I didn't want it in the game. Now I think I kind of do. We could do some cool stuff with it like this and like that. But I don't think there was ever a time where he was like, yeah, we're doing VoIP and we think we'll do it with radios and this and that. We need a bro. You need to DM him. You need to hit up Pestily. We need to get somebody to nobody. It's when VoIP, when VoIP, when VoIP. How VoIP? You know what I mean? That's what Papa Jesse wants to know. So we need somebody. I need my right now. Please, dude. Be like, you don't have to detail the whole thing out, but just like, is it going to be proximity chat or is it going to be some garbage radio, <laughs> radio system? I don't know. I'm typing this message, so you're gonna have to talk. No, that's fine. I'll, <laughs> I, I'll, I need, I need to send it. I'll fill. I'll, I'll fill the time. So, VoIP is coming in twelve twelve. It sounds like, and the fact that they're he's he's like forcing the team to get it done also makes me think it's not going to be this like crazy polished in-game radio system with channels and meetups and handshakes. Like it, if they're if they're just like if he's like just get. VoIP in the game, it, then it it'll probably it's proximity. All I want is a hotkey and proximity chat. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he he made it sound like they have an official and set in stone feature list for twelve point twelve. Um, like we don't know what those features are, but he made it sound like they were like the twelve eleven team since they're just polishing twelve eleven now is working on twelve twelve and they've cut off like okay no more features in twelve twelve this is it now make those features um and then he confirmed as well that inertia is gonna be in twelve twelve I don't know man 
I don't know. So here's there's the question. There's the question of are the things that they say going to be when they say? Yes. And if they are, always. are they going to be how we want them? Always. Those are always so the questions, though, right? That's the two, those are the two the two caveats. Yeah. I wait with uh, bated breath. With bated breath. Here's the thing, though. Here's what's exciting is that, in my opinion, you can ask you can ask that those questions about all of the features, right? Like, is Streets going to be everything they say? Is Lighthouse really going to come out this year? Is Unity 2019 really going to fix the netcode? Is Inertia going to make any difference? Is VoIP going to be fun? You can ask all those questions. In my opinion, even if <clears throat> we get some of those things wrong and they have to be worked on over time, I, this, like, staring down the barrel of this Veritas, like, this is the most content we've seen in a long time. We got reserve in October of 2019 okay it's been 18 months since we've gotten additional map we've gotten a few expansions we've got a whole lot of new gear we got a weight system that as long as you have a mule stem is rendered nil i am excited that we are staring down the barrel of content bro unity 2019 inertia voip lighthouse Streets early next year, weapon durability, scav karma. Like I did a video on this. Like each of these things has the potential to create hours and hours and hours of content. You and me have gone on at length about how VoIP single-handedly could provide thousands oh, okay. of hours. So wait, so when you say content. I, I, I think I took that differently. Okay, yeah. What, you, you don't mean like like they could add a hundred new guns. That's them no. adding content. You mean like the potential for yeah experiences yes for everybody yes. like real yes to make yes i guess because as a content creator like i make a youtube video that's just me you know arguing with someone in voip that's content for me so i i get yeah, how yeah. i mismatch that word but we, like we say because we've been saying for the longest time that everyone's like we need more maps and more guns yeah, like it's, we, don't we don't need, need content. more content yeah it's it's the the core design of features yes that's what i'm worried about and all of these features they could be introduced and they could make the game worse or they could change the game and make it perfect. Yeah. So I actually don't, I care less about when and more about how, because if we waited all these years and VoIP is, you have to have a radio and you need to walk up to somebody and say, partner up and whatever, then it's the feature yeah. has, you you just wasted four years of my hope. For sure. You know, so that's but, the caveat that and, I want to And that's what I'm saying. There. I get that. But I'd rather, to be honest with you, at this point, after almost two years of of just content in the terms of what you were saying, just maps, uh, map expansions, scav bosses, and gear. You know what I mean? Like after two years of comp, like 98% content, 2% experience, we're staring at the rest of the, the rest of this year, the last six months of this year, and let's say streets comes out in march like the end of q1 over the next six to nine months we are staring down more fundamental changes more experience changes to tarkov than we've seen forever i'm down if two out of four of them are just botched at because at least we're moving in the right direction i'm so tired of just like sitting and you know not getting anything like i i made a i mean and i don't even have to tell you this but this is really just for chat and everybody else but like 
I made a video about how each of those things could provide hundreds or thousands of hours of new content. Like Scav Karma could be an entirely new gameplay loop that adds a few hundred hours to each wipe. VoIP, yeah. could, VoIP could add thousands of hours of content and functionally make us not need wipes anymore if it's super fun. Um, um, inertia could make every single close quarters firefight feel even not even close quarters, even sniping. Even long, you can't snipe because snipe the and they go and they freeze and then you tap exactly where their head was going to be. And then two seconds later, they're over here. Or they do the, the lizard run where they're back and forth yeah. and they're turning yeah. and switching uh, directions and speed in an instant. It's impossible to snipe somebody. So inertia can make every single firefight feel better. Scav Karma could add hundreds of hours, new content. Uh, VoIP could add hundreds of hours new content. Lighthouse, so like maps are definitely on the scope of things that we talk about that like are meaningless. Maps aren't as meaningful as VoIP, but they're a lot more meaningful than a new gun, right? Like Reserve has provided thousands of hours of and you know additional raids that we got when we're not there. So the fact mm -hmm. that we're getting those core experiences, a new map in the next few months, potentially streets of tarkov in early 2022 like bro oh and the unity thing and like the yeah. unity thing is a, is a, that's the fourth that's the four inertia unity 2019 voip and scav karma all of those things have the potential to push the needle of tarkov in a giant right direction i'm not expecting any of them to be i'm not expecting any of them to be perfect on launch but I am excited that we're moving in the right direction. That's what it feels like, at least to me. Yeah, and, and I totally agree. And I don't, again, the, the clarification that I want to make is I, if, they, if they released all the things and they were 100% broken, that I, I wouldn't care. From a, as a software guy, I understand what it's like to release something and be like, fuck, you know, yeah. oh, we, we just got hit with a thing and, and have people like pitchfork when it's like, I could have not released it. And then and then found the bug and fixed it and then released it a week later or I could release it early, get some feedback and then fix it over the course of a week. And yeah. you still got the finished product a week later. For me, what I want to make sure is. Is that I'd, I'd rather them design something intelligently and yes. purposefully and have it be broken functionally then then have something work fundamentally flawed. Be, yeah. Yeah. And the design, be, because then that's when you have the, the you have the disconnect between. It's like the objective versus subjective. If if I'm having the the way I feel about these conversations sometimes with uh, with Nikita or whether it's on podcasts with other content creators, it's it's like we're having a, 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 a it, metaphor. <laughs> it's like we're having a, a conversation about like human health, right, and yeah. like longevity or whatever. And everyone else's definition of healthy is like oh you're always vomiting and you're bleeding a lot and whatever but you like live 10 percent longer yeah and it's like that person is healthier and then here i am saying like it's not about you know the 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 length of your yeah, life but yeah. about the quality of and so we're just having fundamentally different conversations and that's the problem where we we're, we're literally talking about arguing different things yes um and you have to have in order to figure out what the right move is in order to have that discussion you need to agree 
on what like the terms mean yeah. and what the goals are because then once you can agree on on the criteria then it's it becomes an objective conversation yeah if you say you know it's it's uh how voip it, the success of voip is going to be based on how many new dynamic engagements come from nothing and and people sorry not engagements like like team ups and stuff yeah happen from from nothing like what just happened with me on that on that with the scav on factory yeah yeah, yeah. Um, if if that's the goal or one of the goals well then you can prove objectively whether or not it like increases or not the amount of people that play that are teamed up that weren't yeah. originally teamed up but if you can't agree on that then there's no way how, how do i describe this i feel like i'm like ranting um <laughs> i get what you're saying if you have different goals yeah then you're arguing how to how to achieve different goals yes. which within each goal there's a conversation to be had about like oh if you want a then this thing is either good or bad and let's have a discussion about it yes but if you want b then there's no point in having the discussion about a or the thing over here in this context yes and that's um, and, so, and and i can't and we both feel that fundamentally when people come into chat and it's like man we're 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 not arguing the same thing like this argument yeah. cannot end because you want A, I want B. You're telling me why C is a bad idea and I'm telling you why B is relevant. a good idea and you don't understand why nobody's agreeing with you that A is a good idea. And it's just like, it's all like we can't win. This isn't an argument we can win. Exactly. Like there have to, we have to come to terms on a common objective. Then we can have discord about how to get discourse about how to get there the best way. And I get what you're saying about that with something like VoIP because the experience is fundamentally different if I have to run up to you, we do a handshake, we set our radios to channel seven, and now we can talk. You know what I mean? We were talking yeah, like if the point if the point of VoIP is to do that, then the thing is or, or if, if you said the point of VoIP is to make it so that you know, you can like disengage in a fight and be like, I'm friendly. Yeah. And and I've had this conversation with like with like clean and pestly and other people who like yeah are are all like sane people, and the idea of like oh yeah that this that thing would be super useful if you could like walk up to somebody and you know like press a button and whatever, and I have to I always have to say like you realize though that ninety nine percent of the time if you're doing that like you're dead yeah. Like, like one of the features that I, again, I don't know if this was in a private conversation or on a, one of the podcasts, but we, we had been talking about um, hand signals and, and I was saying if, if one of the hand signals was like this. Oh yeah. So out of what, cover. What you could, so out of cover, you could wave your hand because they had said something like, um, someone was arguing for like, oh, well, you know, make it so that like you can put your hand. Oh, you know what it was? It was low ready. Yeah. 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 I think it might, I don't know if it was clean or if it was pestily or somebody was talking about like, oh, in day Z, you have low ready so you can like feel safe. Yeah. And like you realize, though, that in the time it takes in Tarkov for you to look at somebody and say, are they low ready? Am I going to you're dead already? Yeah. You it has to be of yeah. a way of it, I mean, it, verbal or a way of not putting yourself at significant risk. Yes. Like hiding behind cover and waving your hand and being like, you know, over here, that kind of thing. Yeah. It needs to be like that. So. You can argue all day long whether or not low ready is a good feature and whether it's going to fit. But yeah. if your main criteria is to not get shot on sight, 
oh, I'm just, I'll just go low ready and then peek. Yeah, you're gonna die. If, yeah, like if your assertion is wrong, then you die. Yeah. Um, no, I get what so. you're saying. I, I totally get what you're saying. And I'm super interested to see because that was the thing. Like that was the one thing through the interview I really wanted. I wanted the one step deeper because I because Nikita was really willing to uh, offer up that information that VoIP was coming in 12.12. And I wanted Pesley to be like, hey, can you tell us anything about how that's going to function? Because nobody really knows. We've gotten some theories in the past. Exactly. So like I'm really interested to see what he says, even just at a high level, if it's more just proximity chat, because we've been talking about this a lot. So like <clears throat> we've had this conversation many times, but you know, VoIP, it's just going to be toxic and racial slurs and people playing stuff over the radio. And they, and then I say, well, look at a game like DayZ and it's like, it's amazing. And then they say, well, have you ever played Rust? And we started to go down this road in chat where it's like, it's not about VoIP. It's about the game. And does the game and the game's mechanics incentivize you to want a healthy experience? And that's what will dramatically change. Let's not put how, the right features in because some people yeah, might, might exactly. be shitty about it. So what does the game... And so then we started having a critical look at Tarkov because, you know, a game like Rust, you know, at its core, it's like, it's, it's all about, it's about base rating. It's about, you know, going and getting other people and trolling them. It's, it's, it's a, it's a more arcadey game. So I kind of get that, that it attracts more of that kind of toxicity and stuff like that. It's not to say there are no, um, there are no good experiences that happen on Rust, but they're fewer and far between. And then you look at a game like DayZ and it's brutal. And if you want to progress and you come across a dude and they're like the game lends itself to better interactions. Like people talk about unconscious snakes all the time in Tarkov. And I'm like, why the hell would that ever get added to the game? Who's not going to shoot me? I've played Daisy a total of like 14 hours and I got robbed and left unconscious multiple times. And that's crazy because it's like, yeah. why wouldn't they just kill me? They handcuffed me. They took some of my stuff. They didn't took any everything, and they moved on. And I remember you don't have a dog tag. And I remember being like, I remember being like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. And then I ran into more people in Daisy, and we talked, and we chatted, and we teamed up. And playing Daisy is what turned me. I used to think VoIP was such a terrible idea, and I was like, it's crazy because all of those arguments that people say, eh, they're just gonna. It's like, but they didn't in this other game. So. It's it's hard because I feel like that's going to make or break VoIP. Is is there enough reason and incentive to team up to have a good experience? And if it's done right, then yes. Yeah. If it's if it's if it's like if it's done the wrong way, uh, you know, then then it won't be there, and it'll just like everybody will say, "You guys wanted VoIP, and you said it was going to change the game, and it's done nothing." It's like because it was fucking done wrong, and it wasn't yeah. done to where I can yell at somebody on the other side of a wall. You know, it, but I, I just have to get this out of the way because I'm I'm sick of reading it in chat. It's make it's making my fucking blood boil. <laughs> First of all, none of you, none of you guys who are talking about TOS and streamers, none of you are actually concerned about that. So fucking stop pretending like you're actually concerned. Oh hey, yeah, you, you don't understand the TOS so funny. at all. And if someone runs up and yells the N-word, the streamer is not getting banned. Nope. That is not how it works. It is never how it's worked. Um, there are other games maybe, maybe on Twitch. At one point. With VoIP right now, th yeah. this moment. <laughs> yeah, so it's not going to be 
And and that's one of those things. Like if they say that and I kill them, I now have a clip, and they're getting fucking banned because I'm sending you know the shit to Nikita, and he's gonna get rid of them right away. And the other the other aspect of it is if you don't like it, you can turn it off. The, Unbelievable. The, the the menu option has been. I keep saying this, and this is the, my favorite thing I've ever fucking. Coined. Me too. I I say it all the time. The menu option has been in the game for longer than you've been playing it to mute players. So it already Preach. already. Like, I guess maybe I didn't coin that. Fluven said, I think maybe Fluven thinks he coined it. <laughs> maybe he did, and I'm just misremembering. Um, you put it in a actually, video first, actually, so it's yours. I put it in a video, but I think it might have been. I, I Actually, I think Fluven said that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I take it back. I didn't coin it, but I'm, I I brought it to the world. Okay? I, I, I minted I it. I popularized it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he had the idea. But the, the, the last piece is, is that people are like, one guy just said that people are going to use like music or loud noises to mask their movement. I don't understand. I don't think you realize that what you're talking about is rather than hearing pitter patter of footsteps, three feet to my left, I'm going to hear loud dubstep. Someone's going to have a boombox on their on their shoulder. It's yeah, that will conceal so, them. All you're going to hear is is Gopnik fucking Bro. thump, 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 doo -doo -doo. and then and then it's gonna you'll hear a single gunshot and then the music will turn off. <laughs> Nobody's gonna make them. You might as well turn on the fucking radar on the UIV, UAV for everybody else. It's not gonna happen. Dude, that reminds me. Did you have you ever seen any of those videos? Uh, it's like it's like an army guy and he's got like something Velcro, like a Velcro patch. He's got to open up his pocket and he opens it. It's really loud. And he's like, my general told me a way that you know, one's ever gonna hear the Velcro ever again. And he goes. And screams when he takes it off. That's the logic. That, That's the I logic. Hate that you just said that because one of my community members, Boopus Magoopus, he's been trying to get me to lose these you laugh, you lose challenges, and he always fails every single fucking time. But in the one I watched two days ago, one of the patches was or one of the clips was yep. the guy with the patch who was just like, you just fucking nah, you know, yell yep. when you pull the I can't believe that he just sent that. And then that's that. It. That's oh, the logic, God. though. If I play music loud enough, no one will hear me. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Anyways, I, I am. I just. I I don't know if it's because we just need to like get off the internet permanently or what. But I mm -hmm. I can't. I just can't believe the the backlash to VoIP and to inertia. It it reminds me of the backlash to medical animations. You know what I mean? It's like Fortnite has medical animations. Call of Duty has medical animations. And they're and the same people that go around toting this to be such a hardcore military simulator game were freaking out that the medical animations were gonna ruin the game. That is how shallow I see these arguments. Inertia is going to ruin the game. It's going to be so stupid. Oh, you play CSGO? Yeah. You play Apex Legends? Yeah. you play. They all have Inertia. Shut up. VoIP is just going to be toxic people screaming racial slurs like no other video game that you can go watch right now on Twitch. Exactly. The, most of these people don't actually care about the streamer. They just don't want VoIP in. Most of these people don't know the TOS. They just don't want VoIP in. It's just this is the one game. This mind is the one game. blowing, dude. It's crazy. If I was playing Rust or PUBG or whatever, and someone yelled a racist word, I'm not getting a hold of Notch on Minecraft yeah. to get someone banned. But Tarkov is the one game that I could be like, 
yo dog i have a clip of a guy who yelled the n-word and he's literally banned in 30 fucking seconds yeah so like if if we're gonna have that in any game it's gonna be the game that they paid 50 dollars yeah. to get banned in not the fucking some free-to-play free to play that, yeah that you'll, so, that you'll never get banned in because there's no way to prove it and the developers are so far removed from the player base and it's like i am not saying there's gonna be no toxicity it's just like here's what's gonna happen i made i made this this is my other hot take. This is my other, I'm calling it now. Like Voip and Tarkov will 100% be toxic as hell for a month because everybody's going to use it. It's going to be a new, we've been defending it it's going to so be, long and everybody hates yes, me. It's going to be a new feature and everybody's going to want to play their music or do whatever. I'll run through singing Bonani. You know what I mean? It's going to be fun. But then there's going to be a portion of people that just, that called it being toxic that are going to want to make sure their call comes true. So they're going to be toxic and, and they're going to operate under the anonymity of the internet. And they're going to be the ones, the people that are going to be like, people are just going to be saying the N word. They're going to be the ones running around saying the N word, trying to prove their point, And that'll get boring or they'll get banned. And so what so, happen is as soon as the first time it happens, okay. The second time it happens, okay. The third time it happens, well, now I know I'm being targeted, and I hit switch on the switch, and then now they don't get to away. fucking, they don't get to to do that, you know, troll me anymore. Hundred percent. You know. hundred <laughs> percent. So it's just, uh, it's just, it's, it's the same thing to me as like asking Nikita when the wipe is. It's such, it's a waste of time every time we get nikita for 20 minutes man it's like this is the creator of the game we can ask him about amazing features that are coming and it's like oh when's wife when's voip when we just ask the same thing this is it. it's like it's such a irrelevant conversation you can turn voip off shut up like it just doesn't matter like i get i I get, I guess on some level, people are like, well, maybe, you know, why spend development time making VoIP? It's going to be bad. But like, it's just such an irrelevant conversation, man. Like there are other games with VoIP, dude. They exist. They're fun. A lot of them are fun. People aren't, Twitch streamers aren't getting banned left and right. You know what I mean? It's like, just please, for the love of God, <laughs> let them make the game and let's just test it. And, and and then there's the whole like if you think of if you think a feature is going to be trash before it comes out then you end up just thinking it's trash no how no matter how good or bad it is that's been yeah. my thing is i feel like what i'm defending is not tarkov but it's rational thinking but then what happens is by the time the feature comes out if it's bad everybody's like you said it was going to be good and i was like no i didn't i just said that your argument that was it was going to be bad was waste of breath you know what i mean yeah. i never said it was going to be good and so that's i feel like i'm getting Everybody, pegged everybody's into right for the wrong reasons they get fucking yeah. lucky and it's a broken clock that's right twice a day and then Exactly. Those folks so are the most confident about I get know. so scared. I'm just I get so pegged into like if it's if it's garbage, then it's like, well, you defended it. And it's like, no, I didn't defend it. I defended thinking before you speak. That's what I'm trying to defend here. So I don't know. But as a I got I guess wrap up uh NVIDIA stuff. He said NVIDIA reflex is coming soon. Uh, he said that he accidentally leaked DLSS. He said that NVIDIA came to him and was like, all right, we want to do like an announcement, like a surprise. And he was like, oh, I already told everybody. <laughs> he didn't know it was supposed to be a secret. <laughs> so DLSS is coming at some point. Um, but basically, 
the the recap of everything. Streets got pushed. We got a lot of really cool information about that. 12.11 is coming soon. The ETS servers for Unity 2019 right after that. 12.12 is going to have Inertia and VoIP and potentially two maps over the next six to eight months. So it's equally as exciting as it is scary. I'd rather be scared and excited than bored. So I'm I'm okay with a little bit of scary because I'm glad that we're we're just we're moving in the direction and I just pray to Lord Nikita every night that it's the right direction because I totally get what you're saying if if it's a fundamentally flawed system that can't be tweaked into perfection then that's gonna be a bad you know what I mean that'll be a whole thing but I'm just hoping we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, I got faith. Give it enough time, they can pull off for what sure. They want to pull off. It's just. Do they want to pull off what I want them to pull off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. That's yeah. That's always the question. So that's the Tarkov news. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I. We don't have too long uh, left. Uh, I and and coincidentally, I also didn't get super, super, super far in my science. Uh, it's going to take a few more days because it it's turning out to be more interesting and complicated. Um, than Ooh. I thought, but but effectively what I'm doing, um, which is eventually going to be sometime soon, hopefully a, uh, a Tarkov science video, which I haven't done in, uh, for a while, um, is it's answering the question that a million people, I don't think they realize it, but a million people feel this thing and they know it and they understand it, and but they could never articulate it. Or if they did, they would articulate only a part of it. Yeah. Um, and it's why is it that you like the voodoo and the uh, Valde. you know the voodoo the Valde and you know maybe the the Bravo or or the the Elcan or why do you like these three scopes and then why are these other three scopes completely fucking useless? <laughs> and a lot of people will can give you reasons like oh well it's yeah. because it's too small or whatever, but in my testing there really is like six discrete properties that all I, I need to talk with some math folks interesting uh, because effectively what we're dealing with is there's and i have sick visuals for all this stuff i, I went through and i bought every single optic in the game um i'm gonna do it one video that's gonna be on the like uh variable optics like the valde and the voodoo and okay. and and also like combat optics so it's that and like the hammer and also like yeah. the ACOGs like anything that has magnification that isn't a sniper scope yeah um and then I'll probably do a video with the sniper scopes and like the compact sights like the dots the mm. reflex dots separately because I can probably make that one video but um when you scope in first of all you the whole screen gets scoped in yeah like you're squinting kind of thing yeah now that seems to be consistent so what you're comparing is the zoomed in version of the screen and then what you what you have to compare is what what part of the scope is actually being shown like how do i describe it um you're looking at the site picture and the site picture mm -hmm. might be full screen you know yeah. but that actually only represents a small circle in the yes, distance yes, yes so but if you think about it you have a circle here that is in the distance and then you have the circle on screen mm. everything in between these two circles is all blind spot i know so there's a ratio 
there's a ratio Whoa. of the area that's being magnified how much it's being magnified how much that is then takes up of your screen how much of the screen is blocked by the housing there's so many things that all correspond at first i thought it was how much of the Whoa, screen is blocked yeah. by the housing but that's only the, part of it all of the pso scopes those are that's like 2 3 and 4 in terms of ranking for the amount of screen that's blocked there's the the valde is number one and then it's like pso 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 which not that many people use and yeah. well, some people like it but it's not like revered like yeah, the voodoo. yeah and the valde sorry um the the voodoo is halfway down the list behind a bunch of other things that people don't use but even though it's like percentage by pixel the thing is is that it's it's a much thinner rim okay so and it's also a much bigger sight picture yes so it's 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 you're only ever gonna maybe block half of a person standing in your peripheral vision yeah. by that housing whereas you could have something that blocks less of the screen but if it's a big rectangle on the left hand side yeah. you could fit a whole fucking game bang in yeah there. yeah so there's so many interesting aspects wow. so before they do this whole optics rework that they're planning on doing at some point in the future i want to get a baseline for i want to i want to come up with one number like a little like a score yeah that is a, an effective number that says how much of this how much of your, the screen is a blind spot how much of your peripheral can you see versus can you not see how much is is ruined with that all these ratios and ratios and ratios of, of ratios and literally it's like ratio of a ratio and then one of those ratios is the numerator one of those ratios oh is the denominator gosh. i'm trying to work through it but because i want to be able to it would be great if i came up with a number and then let's say they do the optics rework and everything's fucking great and everybody's using the ACOGs and everything's awesome again. Um, th then I could apply the same math to this thing and all the numbers went up. Yep. Like that would be a perfect proof of yep. my concept. Um, That's crazy. And that would also inform future development of if you want to design a scope that people like to use, here's what you need. You need to have, you need to be within this ratio of like FOV to magnification to yeah. screen size to, and then I could give it to Nikita and be like, this is what you need to keep in mind when you add scopes to the game. Cause every time they add scopes, it's like a coin flip, whether or not it's going to be, it's going to be yeah, not. good or bad. Yep. Like that NC star CC, like the, it's like a CCTV camera. It looks like a freaking camera with the red dot on top. Like that's, that one feels atrocious. And that's one of the newer long-range optics you know what i mean and, so. and interestingly enough in my first pass through just running the raw numbers because what first thing i did was go into photoshop and i isolated all the layers for every single yeah. scope so there's the the site picture and then the housing and then there's the screen mm -hmm. so you take all the pixels oh and then you take all the pixels on the screen which 1920 by 1080 yeah is the resolution i'm doing this in and I also remove at the bottom of the screen where like the gun is, where if you were to if you were to lift the shoulder up the gun with no optic, you know how it like looks funny. It's like yeah, a yeah, yeah. I delete those pixels from the housing, which I've then separated out, and then I count the pixels in the housing, figure out what percentage of the screen that takes up, and then I figure out what the the circumference and radius and in the yeah. area of the sight picture is, and what percentage of the screen that is, and you can look at d different scopes and like. The voodoo is, from all the numbers I've gathered, halfway down the list. That's so interesting. Which which tells me there it's some meta combination of all these numbers. Yes, that makes it feel 
better. And the interesting thing was the first thing I noticed was so it was the percentage of the screen that's blocked um, by like the housing, but then also the size of the site picture. But then also the fact that the voodoo is like 1.2x. It's not 1x. It's like yes. slight magnification. A lot of them are like that, yeah. Um, but the site picture is also as big as the screen. Yeah. So here's the thing. The, the Valde blocks half as many pixels with the housing. Mm-hmm. But the site picture is half of the area. So if you look at both numbers, one is two X and yeah. then one divided by two, they're equal. They would have like that's, just looking at those two things, yeah. their score is so I'm like, that's where I started to think, like, oh, there's now it's not one of these numbers, it's how it's, these numbers correspond. Uh-huh. And I gotta figure it out. It's it's just an interesting thing that's that I'm crazy. I'm yeah, I'm gonna have to do some brainstorming, uh, and maybe talk to some folks smarter than me. But uh <sighs> It would be sick to be able to come up with like 100%. A, a reference number. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's so interesting. I would watch the hell out of that science video. That's super interesting. And then we know that the yeah the uh, optic rework is imminent. We know that they're trying to work on a few things, but we have no idea what how many of those things are going to take into account. You know what I mean? So that would be a super yeah. interesting comparison pretty soon. Yeah, and then and then also I started to look at some other games, and you know how like Call of Duty, when you scope in, it's literally like there's whatever the scope is is like a JPEG of the screen that yep. just gets full screen in a circle, but then everything else is black, black. around it. Yep. You almost no other game gives you peripheral vision nope. when you're aiming. Double rendering. So, yeah. So everybody always says, "Oh, it's definitely how much of the screen is blocked by the housing," and it's like. I don't think that's the case. That's just what people notice because they look at the ACOG and the ACOG's 20 feet away from your head. So you, what you're seeing is yeah. a tiny circle magnified three times, but then shown in a tiny circle on yes. the screen. So you can't see anything and you you have this blind spot created by the magnification. Yep. Even But it also has a bulky ass housing, but it doesn't matter that, that you have a bulky ass housing. If it could be, it, yeah. it could be a, a, like a, a one pixel stroke and it wouldn't matter. The scope would still suck. It would still feel bad. Yep. But if you take the site picture and you were to fucking zoom it in to where it's right up next to your face, full screen and completely block the rest of the screen, the ACOGs would probably feel pretty good. Yep. Yep. Dude, that's so, so interesting. That's so interesting. So I, this is why I think it's like, I'm going to tell you why you like the scopes. Yes. And then you don't even know why you think you know why, but it's wrong. hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's crazy. That's super cool. I'm super we'll excited see. about that. That's super cool. That's my story, and I'm sticking That's to it. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. And I got nothing else. I'm all, I'm all petered out. Yeah. I mean, I think... And I want to th- kill I think that's it. I think... Uh, thank you guys for hanging. So this was definitely a more Tarkov-focused one. We didn't get to, you know, go through any messages or anything. But it's exciting, man. It's exciting. Just when I was feeling cynical and down about Tarkov, now I'm super excited again. There's a lot, man. There's a, there's there's a lot of individual things that could change the game pretty profoundly, each of those things. So it'll be crazy interesting to see how those do it. 12.11 coming soon, and then almost immediately after, we'll get some ETS of Unity 2019. So some cool stuff coming. Hopefully uh, next week we get like a patch or something and we can talk about that or at least patch notes we can talk about on the podcast. But, um, thank you guys so much for hanging with us. It's a weekly show. This will be out, uh, on all of the platforms early next week. 
if Tarkov starts rolling again and there's lots to talk about and there's lots to have fun, we might start bringing in some other guests. I know a lot of people have expressed interest, so a lot of cool stuff could be rolling in. So uh, thank you guys so much for hanging. And as always, we will see you on the next one. Peace. Peace. What? Wait, what? Ed Bassmaster, the the Basscast is officially. Yeah, the Basscast is over now. This is the welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Short commercial break. Um, I need to turn.